Well, so here's the deal. I told you that there's I could, a deal. I would explain to you that last, like what the problems. Remember, I emailed you that file that was screwed up. So here's the deal. Uh, we, like three or four episodes that we were recording. Yes. We were doing all this stuff. Like I had you look at it, try to figure out what's going on. And yes. it turned out I wasn't recording from the USB port. I was recording from the laptop microphone. That'd be why. So it sounded like shit because we were just sitting here talking into the microphones for no reason. <laughs> yep. But we but we were recording into the laptop that was just sitting randomly in the middle of the table. So, so that's shit. what was what you sent me? So yeah, that's what okay. I sent you to try to figure out if you could figure out what's going on. But the problem is we didn't know what we were doing, basically, is what it comes down to. Like To be fair, he didn't know what he was doing. So we're... <laughs> You didn't come to the. You rescue. were in the room. <laughs> yes, but that that laptop faced away from me the whole time. But we were listening. Excuses, excuses. We're listening to it, and it sounds good, right? So it sounds good in our ears, but it's because nothing that we're hearing is what's being recorded. It was pretty pathetic. Um, as so, per usual. So who are you? Me. You. Me. I am Tom Karosic. I that? am a singer, songwriter, producer, musician. Total dweeb fest when it comes to audio, and yeah, I make songs. You did the uh, the intro and outro for our podcast, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, I, I, I made that up. That was pretty... How did you come with that? So I basically said, give us something synther-ish, John Carpenter-ish, yeah. and you just pooped that out all of a sudden. Yeah, I woke up one morning and I listened to a bunch of John Carpenter stuff and just kind of got an idea for it, and then yeah... Took a crap, and there it was. So, like you said, I pooped it. <laughs> um, Solid. And you're the lead singer of Corosic. Yes, uh, uh, like Van Halen or Bon Jovi. Which I'm we discussed. Pretentious. We we discussed that a couple episodes ago. Like it's pretty. You got pretty lucky that you found a band named Corosic for you. To I know be the they were of. already that name. It it works out pretty well for you. <laughs> um, you got Corosic Productions. Yes. So, everything from uh, finishing a podcast to doing songs to mastering all that garbage writing issue. yeah making it making it better <laughs> and, uh, that's a that. callback to something you guys have never heard yeah one day we'll someday get there. one day i've heard i've heard rumors um but yeah um i own a production company uh Corosic productions llc and i you know produce sound mainly i can do videos and stuff like that too but Sound is my thing. So if somebody wants to get in touch with you to master their song, to help them record any of that garbage, how do they do that, Tom? Uh, they're going to have to go to CorosicProductions.com, and I'm, I'm going to have to get the phone number for you guys because I forget it. Is, it. is it on the website? Yes, it is. CorosicProductions.com. Yeah, K-E-R-O-S-E-C Productions, LLC.com. Is this an awkward the time? LLC to, is important. Is it an awkward time to mention that he owes us $250 now? I do? Yeah. It's kind of the going rate, so. Wait. To be fair, we probably owe them that much for the, I was for the music. Say, <laughs> <laughs> that's been paid for in your free uh, intro. The uh, so thanks for coming in. This is exciting. It's our first uh, first guest. Yes. Woo! Okay. Here's the number two six zero five one seven zero seven five four. Is that gonna get you? Yeah, it'll get me or Matt. Are you? Matt. Con- are is you, my business partner. Are you concerned that you're going to have people calling you? Like, you're, you're putting this number out there, all right? I mean, it is on his website. Uh, I know. Yeah. But here's my concern. Like, he's going to have people listen to this podcast, right? All seven And of they them. think calling. it's like the Jenny Jenny number? Just, I don't know what Jenny Jenny is. It's 
Eight six seven five three zero nine. Hold on, we don't, we don't want to have to pay for that. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Can I say shit? Yeah, yeah, you're good. Yeah. Um, so I told you this recently. I didn't tell Justin this. So this is really cool for me. Like I got a vicarious coolness factor from this. It's a good um, word. So my son went coolness through or vicarious. Either. <laughs> right. So my son went through exactly one piano lesson with Tom. Uh, which he was hooking me up with to doing it as a favor. Solid. And then uh, I let my son quit that like I let him quit everything, which really probably it's, isn't a good It's thing. really, you're teaching him life lessons. Oh, my dad let me quit rough. a lot of that's, stuff. That's a whole other thing. But so he did like one piano lesson with Tom and then bailed on it. But his cousin, who's 18, he just went to a freshman in college, right? Casually found out that he had a piano lesson and then was like, oh, who's your piano teacher, blah, blah, blah. This kid, this 17-year-old kid, which was really cool for me to watch because the 17-year-old kid is really like who is the decider of what's cool. I thought he was 18. No, 17, 18, whatever. He's going Get into your freshman. your story straight. He's, getting, he's going to a freshman Where were you on the He's trying to decide 17. if he can ask him out on a date. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he decides. He, he, it was the coolest thing. He was one step away from asking his 7-year-old cousin for an autograph because he was getting piano lessons from Tom. Like so, so here locally, I hear you're kind of a big deal, Tom. No, yes, yes. This kid was freaking out, dude. So he took over the airwaves for a while here locally in the radio stations with a song called "My City," which who? Well, technically, that's a song that took over the airwaves. I wasn't really around for, but there was the rock version, which I was around for. So there was a guy named Chad Deutsch who was. Uh, beat producer and a friend of mine and we worked together previous to this and then we kind of had a hiatus and that was something that he had done and then I was kind of a part of it on the back end writing the rock version of it which is out on SoundCloud but it's not necessarily the one that was spinning on the radio Dude, but it, so regardless so what I'm hearing is that you did everything he's trying I did to be, everything he's trying to be modest right now <laughs> but I'm telling you the 17 year old kid freaked out at the thought that he knew that my son knew who Tom Karosik was and he met him like because he's on the radio he's this is like a rapish song right featuring you sort of yeah and and the idea for this kid that my son met you was like he was saying that he met Dr. Dre or Steven Tyler and that was super cool for me having known you forever that I felt like even that microcosm, like when the 17 year old kid gets excited because of you, I feel like that's the parameter for when you've made it. So it's like the only 17 year old kid who's been excited. To, I can't believe that dude, you're <laughs> saying that, but that's pretty awesome. To well, me, yeah. I, I'm totally appreciative of it, but what? To, to me, the most imp- uh, amazing part about that story is there's a 17 or 18 year old kid out there who still listens to the radio. <laughs> I th- no, I think that's the thing. I think that's still the norm. We're totally jaded by being old. Yeah. I think that's the norm. I think Tom, by virtue of what he he does, has to kind of be cool. Yeah. I What I used to do. I mean, I'm, I'm more behind the scenes type. Th- well, I don't know what to really call it, but as far as the band is concerned, you know, we play a lot of bars now, so we're not really messing with kids so much. As it's we- good to hear that you're not messing with kids. I love messing with kids, but, you know, <laughs> no, no. we can't always do it. Can't say that on the radio, even though it's the internet. No, it's it's the, the FCC cares about the internet. Nobody cares. No, about No, but show. we care about what goes on this podcast. <laughs> well, I'm not. It's not like I said I rape kids. 
Well, you just did, actually. So <laughs> I think that's... Like... It was in quotes. They're like... <laughs> yeah, anyway. yeah there, were, there were air quotes. So You saw air them. Quotes. Anyway, so if you guys need anything done, Tom Karosik, he doesn't rape kids. Yeah, it's I best just, endorsement we can I give just, you. I just mess with them. <laughs> so we conned you into coming in with us and watching Killer Clowns from Outer Space yes. and Ernest Scared Stupid. At one point during this night, I pointed out we are three thirty-something-year-old men sitting around watching Ernest Scared Stupid by taking ourselves, notes. <laughs> taking notes. Yes. What? What have we become? <laughs> awesome. We are the first draft of millennials. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's so pathetic. <laughs> the best thing that I've seen recently was a Halloween costume that somebody dressed up as. And Someone uh, dressed up as a costume? They that's pretty meta. <laughs> what are you for Halloween? I'm a Halloween costume. <laughs> so they dressed Whoa. up. So they dressed up as uh, it said uh, they, they were dressed in bubble wrap and they had a, sh- uh, a hat on that said, I'm offended. And they had a bunch of uh, fragile stickers all millennial. over them. And then their T-shirt said "Millennial." And I was like, "That's, that's incredible." A... Yeah, I guess. Uh, I it could like... have also been going as Lady Gaga. To be I, fair, I feel... or them dudes from "Dudes Where Dude Where's My Car." You remember who served that? Seen that movie? There's a cult where they wore bubble wrap. No. Right. And way to break the podcast. <laughs> well, it's broken. There's people who've seen that movie, <laughs> but it was a thing. Justin, what did you go as? Uh. I went as Heifer from Rocco's Modern Life. I feel like that needs to be Twittered, my friend. It was Facebooked. I liked it. I know, but I feel like it needs to be the remake. I'll put, I'll put, I'll, all right. I, I have a you better picture. Snapchat, guys? So I the, have a better picture than what is on uh, than what is on Facebook. So our uh, public, I will put that on. Our publicist got on us because we really haven't been pimping the uh, the MySpace or the Facebookness of the internet. Publicists. So... Uh, Twitter is Remake Me Podcast. Correct? At Remake Me Podcast. At Remake Me Podcast. I need to follow you guys. Uh, yeah. Remake Me uh, on Facebook. So get on that. You'll be able to see Justin's man boobies. Yes. Yay. It'll be pretty good. So we kind you into watching Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I did watch uh, this. We'll talk to you in just a second. But the focus of this podcast is making Justin watch things that he normally wouldn't. Justin, mm-hmm. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah. What'd you uh, think? The, the title, it's probably the most... Well, okay. So this and Texas Chainsaw Massacre are both the most aptly titled movies that we've watched on here so far. This both is of about them deliver exactly <laughs> what is, is on offer. That's exactly what's on offer here. You cannot, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. You cannot claim that they did not know what they were making. They didn't right. try to make that, and they didn't tell you up front what you were getting. Exactly. You guys have both seen this? Yes. Long ago. Yeah. Um, In a galaxy far, far away. That's copyrighted, too. I'm I'm, I'm (laughs) wearing the Star Wars t-shirt. This is the most expensive episode we've ever had. (laughs) We've owed $200 million. But we can sing the happy birthday song. That's that's no longer... It's public domain, man. So, So you said we knew we were getting. Does that mean it was good? Define good. Did they accomplish their <laughs> goals that they set out to do? Uh, there, there were clowns from outer space. There were, and they were they killing people. people, and they killed people. I, oh, that's all right. So they that's checked in both question. those boxes. Did they kill people? The only person that I can really go back and think that they killed is the guy that they knocked his block off. Yeah, they killed that guy, and whoever was they definitely in, crazy strawed that one yeah, guy. Yeah, the crazy straw guy or lady. 
Yeah, yeah. they or crazed Herm. each other. Shim. I mean, it could have been an armadillo in there or something. We don't know. <laughs> Tom, that was a big armadillo. Tom did point out that that was the craziest crazy straw there's ever been. It was the craziest crazy. straw. You don't even need. Yeah. Yeah, it was the craziest straw. And when he asked why it needed to be, why it couldn't just be straight, I realized without any degree of joking, I said it's because they're clowns. Because they're clowns, which is the answer that they had at the beginning of the movie when the girl was like, "Why is it popcorn?" Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because they're clowns. <laughs> You're so, so stupid. <laughs> How did you not know it would have been popcorn? I gave the same answer that a character in the movie did yep. without trying to do it. Yep. You quoted the movie without trying to quote the movie. <laughs> I began to use the same logic as what was occurring inside the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the so the very first thing that I wanted to ask you guys. So this the, it, it opens at like a make-out point type thing. I don't remember what they call well, te- it. Technically, it opens uh, on... Uh, what I believe is our hero of the Humper piece, Hill. the Mooney, Mooney, oh, Mooney. guy, Sheriff Mooney, which he is I the noticed. Coolest. He's okay. So every '80s comedy starts off with one of two characters, either an authority figure or some teenager or twenty-something drinking a beer. This had that back to back. It started with a authority figure, then immediately cut to to twenty-something year old kid drinking beer, brand beer. Beer brand, <laughs> <laughs> and then we and then we go to make out point. Okay, it was make out point. So here's my I think question: it was called Top of the World, actually. Yeah, that's what they called it, Top okay. of the World. Yeah. Here's my question to you guys: mm-hmm. Is communal sex really a thing? Like, so obviously, I've not participated in this. You ever seen Short Bus? Uh, I think I own Short Bus, but yeah. I haven't seen it. I've seen but Little again, Miss Sunshine. You just referenced another movie. You just you just referenced another movie that didn't answer the real life question. Like, I I imagine you're this, asking the wrong dudes, man. I imagine this had to have been a a, a thing in the 70s or 80s, right? Where like you communally went to a place. Oh no, there's a, actually uh yeah, there's a swingers club in town. I've been unfortunate enough to you know know people. I'm saying this, but I'm vaguely remembering the time that you and I went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and we had double beds, and we had girlfriends in each beds, and we were trying (laughs) to separately do things. Yeah. So I think I just answered my own question here. I officially... I guess this (laughs) is... (laughs) That was my official first time, Josh. I was so you just told me I was present for you losing yeah. your virginity. Well, oh my God. you don't remember. Th- oh man, <laughs> I'm learning I, this. Right I w- now. No, you're this not. You're relearning it. Direction. It's great. It. <laughs> yeah, this is the this is the real horror this movie is, right here. This is a real question <laughs> that I wrote down. My very first note is communal sex a thing, but I'm finding out that I participated in that. <laughs> well, it wasn't like we were in the same bed. <laughs> There They're was in separate cars, man. <laughs> there were two to feet be fair, of there's space more layers between both beds. <laughs> there's more layers between them if you're in separate cars than if you're oh just yeah. on either side of dirty hotel carpet. I, I woke up in the middle of the thing, so I'm pretty sure I was date raped. But whatever, I was oh cool. You know, goodness. you're 17. What are you going to do? So I guess the answer Thanks. is yes to my question. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> All right, I guess moving on. So horror movies, right? <laughs> so horror I said movies. horror, not horror. Horror movies. Um, so they're at make out point. They're making out. Our our two uh, main characters ha- are sipping champagne in a life raft <laughs> in, in the, the back, back of, of a pickup a, truck. A capped pickup truck. 
as well. It's got a root. So, you know, romance. <laughs> Bro. Romance. And then uh, two jokers show up in a, in a clown-themed ice cream All right, we, we need to pause for a second. I'm going to pause you. Mm-hmm. Are these jokers, are they funny? No. Are they for The microphone they're boys? The, they're yes. the worst. The JoJo's. Lick-a-stick, he says. Yes. Yeah, they're just Lick-a-stick. a bunch of ice cream-based sexual innuendo. That's <laughs> yeah. None of it lands. Okay. And, and then there was... What? Go ahead. Th- those guys, are they're like 40. They look... They're not in their teens. I, well, that's I think, like... I think everyone here is supposed to be college age. Uh, it's is supposed it? to be like Animal House, I think. Is it? I don't. Uh, regardless, they're way over age of whatever the rest of because their... that dude's a cop and he's her ex. Yeah, Debbie's ex. Okay, touche. But these guys look way older than that. Number one, number two, do they have a weird flirtatious thing going on the whole time? Like, like I feel like they're in love with each other. They are totally in love with each other. They're tickling each other. They they're... grabbed each other's nipples, right? They're brothers. <laughs> They're brothers? They're brothers. They're brothers? That makes yeah. it even worse. They're the Tetrioni brothers or something some crazy last name. Oh. Okay. Yeah. It just got way weirder. Yeah, at this and then point. at one point they grab each other's nipples. <laughs> you know, like totally, brothers do. Yeah, totally bro stuff. <laughs> this hold on, we should clarify. This wasn't like purple nurple brother twisting. This, no, was, this was like, like feather tickly, light. This was playfully like <laughs> like they made that noise in their minds uh-huh. as they were tweaking each other's nipples. Okay, it just got a whole degree because I really had this like subplot theory that those two were a couple or nope. ended up becoming a couple. So they're brothers. Yep. How do, isn't sex. you supposed to have seen this movie and he's not? Like how did? Uh, oh, it usually works out. It's like there's other things. You're we needed like, something lighter for our first guest. Oh. All right, well, this just got way darker. Then, like, the best character in the movie shows up, which is old hillbilly man. Yeah. Who's, like, yelling about tacos or something. And his hound dog. And he's just rattling off every redneck slang word ever. Tarnation, (laughs) Jiminy, everything you can think of. He said this and... (laughs) so the other every time I watch a movie like this that's that's older at all, every time I see an animal or an old person, I'm like they're dead. There's no way they're alive. Like because I'll like to go through IMDb to try to look at characters and see who's alive. Yeah. But it's easy when there's animals and when there's old people because I'm just like there is no chance. So I just wonder before we keep talking about this guy, yeah. and Star Trek. There's no way him and his dog Pooh Bear are not dead. No, dead because this movie is like. Early 80s, right? It's 30 years ago. Dead. This thing is wired. <laughs> dead. <laughs> He's dead right now. All his tarnation and everything. <laughs> My favorite thing in the world. So uh dog gets captured, and he's like, Pooh Bear, where is you? Where are you? And there's what he thinks is a big circus tent, right? And his first instinct is, to punch well, it. I'm going to punch this <laughs> piece of canvas because that's going to accomplish something. Oh, wait, it's a spaceship. Ow, I broke my hand. What? Hey, clown, <laughs> you make me dance for me. What? Be silly. Oh, that's a gun. What? <laughs> yeah, that's that's what just happened. Yeah, I was, I, so the biggest thing I kept thinking about the whole time is, number one, all right, this is good because I think this might be a dividing line here between you and I. Mm-hmm. The clowns and the sets, I think, were awesome. Awesome. 
Okay. We're, so yes, most of the we're clowns keeping were the time awesome. period yes. in, in you know mind, right? No, no. Compared to what we have now, you if you look at that now, yeah, those would have been CGI clowns. They'd be CGI clowns. They would have oh, looked like garbage. Well, I, that, that's not to say that we don't have the technology to make it actually realistic looking with a combination of both, which has been done in a couple movies here and there. But you know, it is an eighties. You know, for for what they were, yeah, it was really great special effects for sure. Yeah, I, I love until the until the end where like there's way too many of them and like it's like oh really yeah. you know really good makeup really good makeup that's a mask yeah yeah I'll give it's, you that. it's it's the uh, the uh, troll two effect I kind of where love it's that. like they modeled three goblins and the rest just got shitty masks I kind of love like yep. you can look through it and you can see like oh that's a piece of corrugated pipe and then like when he's got the levers that he's the one. Is it, it, Tom pointed out like when he carries the one in, and then he does all the lever things. He points out like, "Oh, that guy's stuck at work. Uh, he's at work <laughs> <Yeah>. right now. <laughs> he's at work right now." And Can't those walk were, in these shoes, man. Those were obviously like funnels with a, like a ball on top of it. But they I kind were of obviously love, pieces of plastic. But I love the idea that you can physically see those things and that they're actually there and that they're walking through a place that has cardboard or plywood that's painted with these swirls. Are you going to go on like a Christopher Nolan rant right now? I was going to say a J.J. Abrams rant with the new Star Wars and these models. If you guys want to continue comparing me to J.J. Abrams and them, that's fine. We'll just continue to compare Tom to a pedophile. So that's what we've got going so far. There's there's another movie for that. (laughs) That's coming up. I'm excited. Um, the, The college kids... The one college kid decides to stop whatever he's doing and watch a puppet show. Yeah, like <laughs> in a gazebo. <laughs> Who is that with kid no one around? He's strolling around by himself and decides, like, yeah, it's Saturday night. I'm gonna There's watch this random puppet gazebo show. here. This I'm is intrigued great. by this puppet <laughs> show. <laughs> I was gonna get some pussy, but uh, I don't know. I like puppets. <laughs> <laughs> he just stops and watches it for no reason. Um, but before that, my favorite scene in the movie happens, which is, uh, again, the hero of the piece, Mooney, brings in these two kids oh, who were caught drinking wine in the park. Yeah, the punk rockers <laughs> drinking wine in the yeah. park. <laughs> I think <laughs> they I were know. walking home. At one, one point, I was wondering if the, he, he arrested them for maybe being a little gay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> You guys Peter and so, each other? I'm so glad that you said that because I was wondering if I was finding something about myself out tonight because I thought that like the brothers might be a couple and then I was wondering if these two punks might be a couple I did not have that thought <laughs> at all <laughs> we do were... talk about penises a lot on this podcast well that reminds me Tom did I turn you gay with my text <laughs> no oh did you get my text I've... that I tried to turn you gay yeah and I didn't turn you gay I'm asexual bro oh you got my text though yeah do you see how it could turn you gay Those if I was still gay gayest <laughs> If you're still gay? No. I'm asexual now. It's cool. I didn't know that. <laughs> We're learning so much about Tom on this Congratulations. podcast. I'm making jokes, guys. I'm totally gay said, now for that picture. Uh, well, that, that has, That's that, the truth. That history has, or that picture has a history on our podcast where I yes. challenged Justin to look at it and then it immediately turned him gay because that picture, do you know who that is? You told me, but it's I... Clive Barker. Clive, yeah. Okay? She's a horror guy, apparently. A horror author, director, um, incredible artist, and things like that. I 
I don't know if this is true. I would imagine I made Justin look at a lot of the gayest things in the world based on Clive Barker's. Did you show him page. the? Did you show him the one that's just a penis ejaculating? <laughs> did show what? Him. That's my favorite. <laughs> so these are what Shit. you're going to be exposed to the more that you come here. To. <laughs> so. <laughs> Anyway, back to the movie. <laughs> anyway, so, so you totally so these two guys who bad special have effects and dicks. <laughs> bad special effects and dicks. Uh, <laughs> then we we meet uh, Dave, and he and Mooney have the most dramatic cop fight <laughs> ever to take place in cinematic history, and it is it is just my favorite part of the movie <laughs> because Mooney doesn't follow any rules. It's just yeah, and then just Dave is. Being the most dramatic, he's like, like this is for his reel. Like that's what he thought. Like this is this is gonna be my piece. I'm gonna get famous with this. Man, I'm gonna get the part that makes my career. The, Mooney though is like the most interesting person in the entire movie. Like oh, yeah. I just want the see, only one with personality. I just want to see Mooney the whole time. Like I want to see him deal with this whole thing. Yeah, I just want to hear him talk about himself and how the whole world revolves around him. The speaking of bad special effects, though, or good special effects, as you put them, the knocked his block off part you mentioned, yeah, and then the little octopusy popcorn pussy, yeah. I said, uh, crawling across the floor. Oh, it's great! Yeah, yeah. we were talking the claymation. Was that claymation? I don't, I don't know if that was claymation. I feel or, like it had to have been. Yeah, but that was because uh, it was, was slightly genius. different color than the rest. Yeah, yeah. the others were probably just like on strength, that was, but. Amazing yeah, looking. It blended in perfectly. Yeah. Even the, though, yeah. This movie is made by the Chiodo brothers who are a special effects team. And that's basically what the entire movie is. So, you know, at the beginning, I asked you, Justin, what you thought of the movie. But basically, the whole, you said you're getting what you're, it's described. Yeah. And basically, all this is, is a series of gags and set pieces for killer clowns from outer space. And it delivers exactly on that. Yeah. I mean, I will say it running at a t- runtime of 100 and I'm sorry, one hour and 22 minutes. Might be a little long. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> might be no. a little long. Serious picture. I don't think so. It, it might be a little long. We've we, seen movies that are way too long. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This is one of them. Spe- but, but it's action packed. If you can, if there's, you just, there's so much shenanigans that happen. They in this have movie. a cotton candy making ray gun. <laughs> there's a, so there's a scene. If, people. if you were to cut out the scene where, uh, he explains things. So the first thing he does is run up and says, "I don't have time to explain." So yeah. I'm going to explain it. Four minutes explaining. He what's explains happening. the entire plot of the movie. <laughs> Everything that has happened up to this point. So that was Mike, the guy with the crappy sweater. Yeah, the crappy yeah. sweater. Um, his girlfriend, who, who apparently has no idea how cotton candy is made, because they go <laughs> she, and they find the, yeah, the, you, the cotton candy cocoon. You dry cotton candy, and yeah. he's like, "Oh no, he's, they're, just, just they're just hanging up cotton candy to dry." When is it wet? <laughs> I know that's exactly. <laughs> there's no water or liquid involved in the making of cotton candy. <laughs> that was good. But then the next thing is they jump to immediately that it's a that it's a spaceship of some kind. Oh, it's not a cotton candy drying warehouse. Clearly, it is a spaceship. Yeah. Um, at one point, you pointed out that the the bubble that the girl is in. Uh, it looked like a jawbreaker. It looks like a jawbreaker. So that, so years ago, I've got a brother that's much younger than me, right? Mm-hmm. So years ago, we were in, I don't know, 
or restaurant, a store of some type, and uh, he a place a place. We were at a place, and they had like the, the quarter little machines that you can buy Skittles or whatever from, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So there's a one filled with bouncy balls. So he's like, I want a bouncy ball. I want a bouncy ball. So I'm like, all right, are you sure this is what you want? I only have 25 cents on that 50%, 50 cents, whatever it cost. You only have one to choose from. You need to finalize. You definitely want this bouncy ball. I cannot stress enough. I do not have enough money to buy you another item. You read just Philbindum. Excuse me? You read just Philbindum. I don't know that. I don't get that right. I don't either. Is that but your final funny. answer? Uh-huh. Wow. That was, a long, okay. that was a long way for me to go in my head. That's, welcome to, that's welcome to 1998, oh, everybody. So, so. We just watched one two million dollars in 1991. <laughs> so, so I quiz him. He decides, yes, that's definitely what he wants. Out pops his bouncy ball. Uh, I pull it out of the little slot. I show it to him, excited. Oh, you got a blue one or whatever it was, right? And I go to bounce it in the foyer of where we're standing at this restaurant or whatever. It shatters all (laughs) over the floor. So in my mind, for a split (laughs) second, I'm like, did this bouncy ball freeze? Like, (laughs) what what is wrong? What is wrong with this bouncy ball? It just just went through some liquid nitrogen (laughs) on its way down. It just exploded all over the floor. That's amazing. So it hits me that it's a jawbreaker. I I have to carry my like five-year-old screaming brother out out of the car. Because it was your last quarter. Because it really was. That wasn't a... (laughs) That wasn't a lie, so I had to strap him into the car. You were being the world's best brother, and you were the world's worst brother. And you fucked it up. I fucked it up so bad, and I guarantee you people thought that I was abducting him or something. And as as a guy that has kids and that has siblings that have kids, I realize how often you find yourself in that situation where you feel it necessary to tell people that you're not abducting this child. Recently, I had my nephew come over and he stayed for two nights. So he stayed the entire weekend, but he was not ready to leave. So it's Sunday afternoon and I'm trying to shove this biracial child. Mind you, I'm super white. He's not super white. Okay. This is important. You're looking at me like this is weird that I'm adding this, but remember this is just adding to the fact that this is obviously not completely my child. Right. Right. Or not obvious that it's my child. Right. So I'm shoving him in the car, and he's just screaming in the middle of the road, I don't want to go with you. (laughs) Just over and over. I don't want to go with you. I don't want to go with you. It is terrible. When my son was two, my oldest son, he went through a phase where when we would tell him, uh, don't put your finger in the light socket. No, you can't have a cookie if we're in the store. No, you can't have that. He would just scream the two words, and those two words were, help me. So he we would be going through the store, and he would just be screaming, help me, <laughs> help me. Uh, and I'm just having to put my head down and trudge through the store, wanting to explain to everyone that I'm not abducting this child. Yeah, that just seemed, I feel like every other parent just looks at you and goes, yeah. That's I, that's rough. That's true, but you guys don't have kids. So no, you but guys, I, I was a little uh, shit when I was young, and I remember I was like, I well, I, I say I remember it's I remember the story that we're told because I was like three or four, and with my mom and my grandma in the grocery store, and I really wanted some apple cherry juice, and I was not getting my apple cherry juice, 
And so I threw a fit and my mom was like, hey, grandma, can you take him out and I'll finish up here. And so she picks me up and takes me out. And the whole way, I'm just screaming, she's not my real mom. She's not my real mom. (laughs) Nobody did a fucking thing. That was the worst part. So you knew what you were doing. I knew what I was doing. I I was clever. I was too smart for my own good. Was that the worst thing that you ever did to your mom? No. What's the worst thing that you ever did to your mom? I I remember this vividly. I think I was like four. I think this might be like the first memory I have like of childhood. But I remember she was sitting on the floor shaving her legs with an electric razor. Ooh. Whoa. Yeah. She Pepsi. had plans. She had plans. Yeah. So I walk down the stairs. I walk up to her and I punch her in the face. <laughs> You punched your mom I in the just, face. I just straight up punched her in the face. And it wasn't anything malicious. It was like it was like a science experiment. <laughs> I just I'd never punched anyone before and I needed to know like <laughs> what it felt like. What what it felt like to punch someone, what their reaction would be. I just I felt like I needed to punch someone. And I just walked up and I punched her in the face. And from her perspective, she's just like, oh, there's my little angel. There is the fruit of my loins. What the fuck is happening? And she just got punched in the face. <laughs> so mean. Incredible. Tom, what's the worst thing that you did to your parents? Oh. Be born? <laughs> is it sad that I was going to say the same thing? <laughs> <laughs> so the, I'll tell you why you're coming oh, up with hard. yours. While you're coming up with yours, the one that still lives with me and that my mom will still throw at me every once in a while. So I was seven, eight, nine in that ballpark, okay? Old enough that I remember, old enough that I knew what I was doing. You're a punchline to a bad joke. And I, we were in a Target or something like that, and I decided we were walking through, I needed this toy. And what, the, what I wanted was Twister. Because that's what every eight-year-old wants. I had convinced myself that I needed Twister because I was going to play it with my two siblings. My chubby ass mm-hmm. was going to be on the floor twisting around in a mildly physical game that I yeah. was going to get enough out of. So right, completely rightfully so, my mom told me, no, you're not getting Twister. Argued back and forth for a while. Um, I'm sure she gave me various reasons. But one of the the last ones that she did that led to this was she said, like, we don't have the money this week or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Whether or not that was the reason, it's totally valid. Yeah. Okay. So I was, you don't necessarily understand that. No. Though. I told her, you shouldn't, if, if you didn't have the money to get your kids what they want, you shouldn't have had kids. <laughs> what? Because she wouldn't give me Twister. I said, if you didn't. If you don't have the money to oh. get your kids what they want, then you shouldn't have had kids. That's like the whole reason Roe versus Wade is a thing. That's I went <laughs> so for the throat, and I was so mean with According that. to Republicans. And this isn't a political so, podcast. So time. every once in a while, she'll still pull out. Like or if Democrats. I'm like in the store, in the store, you know, I'm like, oh, my kid was being a brat because I wouldn't let him have that. She's like, well, if you didn't want to have kids, you should, or if you couldn't afford to get them what they wanted, you shouldn't go to have kids. I, I feel like, I feel like um, that was your and I's strategy yeah. because we like we were both relatively good kids. Yeah, absolutely. But like, every time we acted out, it was like, go straight for the, like, oh, it was psychological warfare. It was so mean. Like, like you just think of what is the meanest thing you could say to this and person. And for it, man. And you just go for it. Oh. I remember another time my dad was coaching my brother's little league team, and uh, 
he was having some back and forth with one of the other dads on the team. And I told my dad, like, if you don't have the balls to tell that guy what to do, then I'll do it. And I'm like 12. (laughs) (laughs) I was such a dick. Tom, you got anything? Oh, no. I mean, I do, but they're all just really terrible. Well, that's the whole point, right? Yeah, (laughs) but they're not funny, though. (laughs) It's just not. Okay. It's just dramatic and scary. All right, all right. We won't. We won't. He can't that. say anything too bad. He's got a brand reputation. To that's oh, that has nothing to do with it. <laughs> that's true. There was fucks and you suck and you're gonna, yeah go fuck you and all right. Yeah. Um. The, so the other. So before I get to the climax, because I feel like there's a point that I want to make about the climax. What do you have in between there? Um. Uh, so who was your guys' favorite clown? It was it was Baby Clown, right? Like little guy, I like those. Yeah, probably. I, I like those. The one that popped out of the pizza box. Popped out of the pizza yeah. and uh, knocked the guy's block off. Yeah. Which in that scene, I don't know if anybody, gets, if it was anyone reading the uh, graffiti in the background, but no. one said, "No butt, no putt, gas or uh, grass or gas." No butt, no putt. No, <laughs> no butt, no putt, grass or ga- grass or ass. Nice. The scene with Black Biker. Yeah, Black Biker, as he was named yeah. in the credits. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite. My favorite clowns were the ones that came out of the laundry that oh, she sprayed yeah. with the hair. Well, yeah. the end yeah. and the or medicine the toi- cabinet in the toilet. Yeah, and she tried to kill him with hairspray because it was 1980, whatever. <laughs> I mean, she's a girl. What else is she gonna do? And it was the 80s. It, which, which Debbie, she, Debbie gets shit on in this whole movie. Like every every Debbie. other character, like gives her ultimatums <laughs> and like puts her in the corner, and like you're just a woman. Go over here. <laughs> Like she's like, we shouldn't be here, and he's like, look, either I'm going there and leaving you here, or we're going together, and she's like, okay, I guess we go together. It's just everyone gives her ultimatums. Yeah, she didn't have a voice in the eighties. No, no, she's a woman. Um, what else did you come up with, Tom? What was your overall arching thoughts of the movie? Um, you know, it all it all made sense in the end. You know, when uh, the ship came out of the ground finally. And the big joke of the, it was a giant top. <laughs> Which I didn't get that joke. It's, a, it's you, the big top. It's you, a big top. You explained to me that it was a big top. And, I was and like, it was totally in a just like, you know, I didn't think about it prior. I realized it as soon as I said it. Like <laughs> you nailed it because yeah. I was still going to miss it completely. It, it was, was just, a big top. It was literally a giant top. It was but, a little dreidelish, but more topish. Yeah. What is a dreidel? But a top, Justin. It's special. It's got a certain a shape top. to it. And there's Hebrew writing. And there's a game. I don't know. I'm it's not Jewish. It's got flat sides, too. Well, yeah. There's we, two of them are the same thing, right? I don't know. We buy one every year for my kids Eight for Hanukkah. And then nights. they get thrown away like the week after because I step on them and then I get annoyed and I just throw them away, which might be a sin. Is it a is sin it? to throw I away? Ju- I don't know. There's. Isn't, I don't think Hanukkah? Jews have a hell, though. Is that a thing? There's no hell in, Jewish re- in Judaism? I don't know. We just had an election. We might be living it. <laughs> oh. But, <laughs> but we... Not to get, all right, hey, we're, I thought I got yelled at for being I know, political. We're, we're getting dangerously close to getting political. Um, this is supposed to be fun, you guys. So, <laughs> come on. So, uh, <laughs> the thing that I couldn't figure out. So, Anumpa Loompa is not our president. So the 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 people that Wait, I just no, figured out the the people that I just fig- the fig- people that I just figured out were brothers come storming in to save the crew from Clownzilla. Uh-huh. And they s- come over their microphone and say, like, we're JoJo, you need to listen to us, blah, blah, blah. Right. So JoJo, I, the great and powerful Oz. So I'm trying to figure this out. So okay. these clowns 
mm-hmm. are obviously hyper intelligent aliens from another planet who not necessarily tr- they're not necessarily hyper intelligent. Someone's hyper intelligent. Okay, so maybe they're using that. the fruits of hyper intelligence. Okay, so that so that might have answered my They're question. definitely clever and coy. Yes. But um, I don't know if they're intelligent. Okay, so that might be uh, an explanation. In fact, a lot of them are quite dumb at times. Because in my mind, yeah. Why did they trash that grocery store even? But it, but were they dumb or are they screwing around? Like I mean, they're just clowning. Like the smart kid in school, the smart kid in school might be the one that screws around the most because he's bored. Like if they are so smart that they have nothing to do but screw around with them, because like the one, there's no reason the one needed to actually go into the jail cell. He could have killed Mooney way before. Yeah. He was just doing what he wanted to to he fuck had to with them. Do it in dramatic puppet fashion, ventriloquist dummy fashion. Exactly. Yeah, that was... Which where did where did his hand come out of? I don't I don't know that we need to go into that. Oh. I don't it, it was definitely full of goop, though. Mm. That definitely just reinforced, though. Mooney was my favorite character throughout oh, by this far. whole movie. There's no, and by far the best actor. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what else you got. This one was I, I kind of felt like it was going to be a little bit difficult to do, just because uh, it's kind of hard to like. I feel like the Chiodo brothers would be sitting beside us and, and saying the same thing. Like, I know that didn't make any sense. This is. Really dumb, but did you see how cool that thing looked? Which was the whole point of the movie. Yeah, it was dumb, but it was fun. Yeah, and, and that was the whole point. So I yeah, don't think and it was can, very eighties. Fun dumb. Yeah, you can't fault it at all for trying to do those things because that's what it was trying to do. I think. Are you Debbie's roommates? <laughs> so oh, the hard up, the hard up nerd is like my one of my favorite eighties stereotype stereotypical characters. This is a couple times you went to bat for them. Have you seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Tom? It's been a while, but yes. So do you remember the Franklin character, the kid that's in the wheelchair? So this is the like in horror cinema. This is probably universally the most annoying and hated character ever. Oh really? I've only ever heard one person go to bat for this fucker in my life. Okay, he's sitting beside you right now. He was the best character in that movie. He was the worst character universally. Everyone hates this fucking guy. He's the wet what blanket. Do do? I am the wet blanket. That is that the is the only my reason role. is because. He's that guy. You guys know I'm. That is my role in the friend group. Is I am the wet blanket. <laughs> I'm the. Come on, guys, we'll get in trouble. Uh, oh, so terrible! I can't believe you went to bat for Franklin. Oh, <laughs> it's because nobody went to bat for him, man. <laughs> or they batted him in the fucking spine. Are you? What's are you all right, man? Want to talk about it? He was par- like paralyzed. Oh, I thought oh. you were trying to pull up something that Tom did to you or something. No. Like, That's bizarre. I can walk, mostly. <laughs> well, it's more of a waddle for a little while. No, there's... All right. Um, That's a fat joke. So, so, so in general, I think we I can all agree. Killer Clowns from Outer Space accomplished what it was trying to do. Yeah, and it, it, ends, it ends with Sky Pie, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, they got pied in the face. They did. Cream pied. Now. It was, it was like blueberry. Uh, moving on, however, mm-hmm. to something that I cannot be diplomatic, neutral about in the slightest. You Ernest were, you were giddy throughout this whole movie. <laughs> I am giddy anytime I talk about Ernest Scared Stupid. You were Ernest preemptively laughing. <laughs> I, You're like at jokes. Like we had to tell you to shut up at one point in this movie. Where you're like, hey, look, watch, the the window shatters before the thing hits it. And we're like, Russ, you can't. You can't be doing that this whole movie. 
It's like watching Big Lebowski. Big Lebowski with somebody who's way too obsessed with it. And uh, they quote everything every this time. Movie. I cannot begin to tell you how much joy it brings to my life. So I need you guys to be the voice of reason throughout this because I'm just going to sit back and giggle and like throw out lines that I think are hilarious. Well, so, I mean, c- I can't talk because I really loved Lawnmower Man too. So. <laughs> But at least you were seeing it neutrally. Like it was the first time that you saw yeah. you could make a rational decision. This is something I'm going into with so much love and nostalgia mm-hmm. that I can't separate it and to try to separate. Because as I'm watching this, like I cannot begin to express how phenomenal I think this is. Like every scene I feel like is crucial is like this is this is the Casablanca of earnest movies. Yeah. Well, of earnest movies for sure. It is okay. <laughs> I, it's I definitely like I, the most I, fun or earnest movie. It's by far the best earnest movie in my opinion. I still like goes to jail. That is that is by that is definitely the close second. When was the last time you watched Ernest Goes to Jail? Probably right before the last time I saw Ernest Scared Stupid. Okay, give me some sort of a time frame here. Right before, uh, like so today. 20 10, 15 20 years ago i don't know oh yeah you need to reassess that i think i think uh i, I just said that i can't be diplomatic about it yeah, so. I, I mean i'm reassessing my nostalgia for Ernest scared stupid which i watched it all the time when i was a kid and then there was a point where i stopped watching it and now i saw it again and he makes a like there are two separate john wayne references in this which like all of his, half of his references are like dated for the time and even if they weren't not really focused at kids but that's why i love it so much i feel like this is the precursor to the pixar movies that there are multiple layered right. jokes yeah pixar's, where there's where there's you know there's the, the the fun cartoony stuff for the kids but then the lines have subtext okay so pixar is like here's a funny joke for kids but if you're if you're an adult, you're also going to realize that it's kind of about sex. That's what Pixar is. Pixar isn't like I'm going to drop a Desmond Tutu reference here and just let that hang. You know, but so, but but I think that's clever. I think so. Ernest. So at one point, like he's walking away from from Hackmore's house, right? Uh-huh. And he's going on this rant, uh, and he and he and he ends it with saying like, or whatever's in Voodoo Vogue right now, right? Voodoo Vogue. So Voodoo. And Vogue are both two words that the average seven-year-old kid who's going to think that the slapsticky type things are hilarious are not going to get. That's made for us as adults. And I think it's funny. Whatever's well, in Voodoo he, Vogue right now. Yeah. He does do a lot of alliteration like that, which, you know, is catchy to a young mind, but at yeah. the same time, an old mind as well. Exactly. They're hearing the rhythm and the song of what he's saying. Yeah, like V for Vendetta, Vivida, Vivida. And we're hearing that he knows kung fu chow mein you know yeah. like a little kid doesn't catch that at all but us we're realizing the joke that's included in there there's yeah. like as many times as i've seen this today was the first time that i heard him them say that they were selling deep fried sushi yeah that was the weird. tulip brothers were selling deep fried sushi from a chest cart it was stir fried sushi stir but fried okay. sushi i'm sorry w- whatever sushi it was say still fried sushi say the word sushi sushi Sushi. <laughs> so <laughs> you you misspelled you missaid it like seven times. <laughs> How many times? So I didn't realize. Which also, I just missaid the word missaid. So <laughs> we're just gonna breeze right past that. How many times in this movie does Rimshot actually attempt to kill Ernest? 
Rimshot at is least such twice. A dick. He's he the best character in the whole movie. Rimshot, Rimshot is Mooney Ritten. of no, this movie. Fuck. He's Rimshot, the main character. Rimshot tries to kill him when he compacts him in the dumpster. Yes. And then he tries to kill him when he refuses to give him the stick when he's setting the giant bear trap. Troll yeah. trap. Well, Troll he trap. called him ugly. He did. He said he was an ugly little kid. He's not. Yeah, a he said kid. he was a great dog, but an ugly little kid. <laughs> well, wouldn't uh, you be mad? To be fair, Rimshot is the anti-Mooney, whereas Mooney is what? totally incredulous to everything going on. Rimshot, Rimshot is the only one. Who, it's the only yeah. one until the end who knows what's going on. Not to bring this down, by the way, but much like Pooh Bear, you guys realize Rimshot is totally dead right now. All, I'm sure there were like well, seven yeah. different Rimshots, and they're all dead. Yeah, they're definitely dead. So dead. Just like the Fraser dog's dead. Um, on that note, we <laughs> lost uh, Jim Varney. Yes, as well. A while ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, January tenth of two thousand. It's a big day. A long while ago. Yeah, just uh, past the seventeenth uh, anniversary. Now, why is Jim Varney? Mm-hmm. So I watch Jim Varney, and I feel like I see everything that Jim Carrey did in Jim Varney. Yes. Yes. Okay. I feel like he's a parallel to Pee Wee. Yeah, a little. Why why do we not see more about him? Why do we not hear about him? Why is why is Ernest in the bargain bins at Walmart and he's not held? I think up that will change uh, I bet ten years from now. Watch him be like a He's been dead for weird. sixteen years, almost he's been dead for seventeen years at this point. Yeah. And his movies are 20 years old? I mean... 25 years old? To be fair, I mean, up until the latest Netflix movie, Pee Wee Herman was, like, not really to be seen. I guess that's true. I mean, for different reasons, but at the same time, similar. I definitely have, like, a degree of reverence. Like, I wasn't even that big into uh, Mr. Rogers as a kid, Mm -hmm. but even, like, uh, I started watching Mr. Rogers with my son... And I'm watching him, and I'm feeling like a degree of 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 I don't know, admiration or okay. whatever. Like but appreciation, I don't, appreciation, admiration for like what they did and what they set out for their life to be. Like I'm sure Jim Varney was a person just like anybody else. But I watched right. this, and uh, you know he is definitely like that wholesome guy that did everything I think that he could to try to make kids happy, at least on screen, you know? Um, yeah. Um, I mean, Pee Wee Herman was the same, but he never set out to do that. Yeah, I mean, he started as an adult thing. Right. I don't know. I, I Again, this is me skewing And I don't know my... a whole lot about Jim Varney. I'm not going to pretend that I know a lot about him. I'm just, right. I'm just referencing, like, what you see or whatever i mean i have a i have a question for you mm-hmm. is mike Rowe just jim varney without the humor yeah i could see if that you took like, jim carrey out of yeah. jim varney you would get mike Rowe. yeah like he's like the working man's mm-hmm. uh hometown guy i mean he, is that kind of what you're referencing yeah he's he's called uh in this like something redneck redneck yeah, the savior uh, or something. Yeah, yeah, the great redneck hope. Yeah, the great redneck hope, which is a, a great play. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he yeah 
He's he is the the children's redneck hero, I guess. I love that uh, at one point, uh, Eartha Kit is old lady Hackmore. Mm-hmm. Calls him the Whirl Kid. She calls him the Whirl Kid, and the man is obviously in his mid forties. <laughs> like he's to everyone in town, Ernest is a child. Yeah. Well, she's like 150 years old or whatever. Yeah, how old could she be? All right, let's try to break this math down. How old would Old Lady Hackmore be? Okay, so... As old as America? Right. Where where does this take place? Briarsville, Missouri. Oh, Missouri. Okay, Missouri. Was Miz- okay, Missouri's in the center. Was it in... Was, Missouri was, was a... Was a, it a slave state? It was a contested slave state. It was actually one of the reasons... Missouri and Kansas were two states that were... F- fought over if they would have slavery because they were new states in the 1860s era. Okay, so this is this is post-Civil War. I'm super impressed that Tom just spouted that off off the top I'm of I'm a history throat. nerd. Wow. I'm I was going to breeze right past and just let him have it, but now you had to undercut him. I'm not undercutting him at all. I'm propping him up, man. No, you're not. You're just like, oh, I'm... St- you look really I was dumb. really I'm stupid really, before. I'm really surprised That's you have that knowledge <laughs> in you. <laughs> They don't know him like we do. We know he's retarded. Kansas was. They more don't have disputed. to know that. <laughs> You're gonna be our photo friend from now on when we have a history questions. Do it. Do it. I, I'll at least have Google. <laughs> Real quick question: In Lawnmower Man, if it's set in 1992, if it's in the future, but yet the kid only ages in six years, what year is it? What? <laughs> it's the future. It's in the future. six years. He only ages within six years, but how much does he age within the six years? Uh, well, six the world years? ages like a hundred years. Okay, so he's what year? Twelve, is it? and then later he's eighteen. In a hundred year years. In a hundred years. In nineteen ninety what? Nineteen ninety two. But then in a hundred years, he's twelve years older. What year is it? He's six years older. This bit well, doesn't. This bit's failing <laughs> hard. No, if he's confused, it works because the whole point is. It doesn't make any sense. If it's sense. 100 years from 92, then it's 2092. But the kid's only six years older. Well, that doesn't have anything to do with it. If it's a sci-fi if weird you movie. You're, you're right. Lawnmower Man 2 is a great movie. <laughs> it uh, doesn't have to make sense, man. So, so I want to call back to... There's sound in space in every sci-fi movie. Like, Yeah, he ages six days in 100 years or whatever. Exactly. Exactly. I want to make a callback to, I believe it was last episode, where we talked about clean garbage. Yes, I have that written down, too. (laughs) There is so much clean garbage in this movie. He gets trapped in the garbage, and Rimshot is uh, Star Wars in him. Yeah, and he uses the muffler to brace. He's got the muffler, and then the broom breaks. He sticks the doll's head in the gears. And he's just in that garbage. Then he gets compacted with the garbage, falls out of the truck. And next had, scene had to just, have broke his neck. By the way, right? There's and, no way he couldn't have broke his neck when he fell. And out then of the next scene, he's in the truck. He's completely clean. Yes, head to toe. Gray t-shirt is spotless. Yes, the Murdochs also end up because they get caught in the troll trap. Yes, yeah. Then they end up in the back of the garbage truck. Mm-hmm. They come out with the cleanest trash ever. Again, right. paper and cardboard boxes. There, there are. It's it's the garbage no throws is away food. Ma- the garbage is mainly unused toilet paper. Which I don't know how that winds up in the garbage. That's a good question. Um, Movies are funny like that. The uh, some of the other jokes that I think are hilarious. They talk about so the Botswana lumberjack. 
Yeah. yeah. Is that was good. So funny. Like, again, I'm trying to be neutral, but I feel like if I would see this in anything else, I would think it's just as funny. He says, there aren't any trees in Botswana. Trust me, I'm a Botswanian lumberjack and I ain't never had a job. How'd you get that job then? That's so funny. That's a good joke. <laughs> That's a good joke. But to be fair, okay, now I'm going to undercut this. Right before and pretty much right right before and right after that joke, he is wearing blackface. When is he wearing blackface? Where what? he's got when he's got the he's got the big Fu Manchu. That's not blackface. He's supposed to be an Ottoman. So he's it's a brown face? It's brown face. Yeah. Turkish people are brown. He's trying to be Turk. Ottoman he's from Turks. Botswana. I don't know enough about geography, and the only reason I repeated Turk is because Tom said it, and he's established himself as being the history and geography guy, so I'm going to buy whatever he says. Wait, you said Turkish. What? I didn't say Turkish. You said please. Turkish, then he agreed with you. <laughs> and then you said you only said it because he said it. <laughs> Roll back the tape. You will You will hear what I also heard. Why would I say Turk? I said Ottoman. Ottoman Turks. I don't know what that means. Ottoman Turkish Empire. Okay, see? Yeah. See, he did say Turk. I didn't say Turk. I said Ottoman. Okay, well, you said the same thing, because they're the same thing. World War One, man. Um, anyway, he was definitely wearing dark makeup. So, Brown. I've recently delved further into the Ernest catalog than I ever have in my entire life for something we'll talk about in a little bit. There's definitely... So, an Ernest goes to Africa, if you want to talk about cultural and racial insensitivity it gets pretty deep and Ernest goes to Africa man he's like I don't know if he's in blackface or it's not blackface because he's like is it brownface it's like brownface because he's like it makes it okay by the way he's making okay he's like an Indian servant and he's doing like an Indian impression where he's like an Indian house made butler guy but he's just wearing like a loincloth it's definitely starts to get a little dicey man like i was a little little uncomfortable watching this i'm not gonna pretend um but i but because you like this movie you can forgive that i can little culture insensitivity um so there's definitely if i were to rate the earnest films i would say a thousand percent earnest scared stupid is at the very top uh, you've got yes. Ernest goes to or Ernest saves Christmas, and then below that is Ernest. Oh no, goes Ernest to goes jail. to jail. Then Ernest saves Christmas. You're uh, crazy. So th- those are the three that are actual. I would argue quality yeah. ones that actually have top three for me. Yes, something. Um, and I'll agree, but it's been a long time since so, I've seen them. Um, Under duress. The uh, wasn't we, really duress. We haven't talked Shh. at all. Oh, one more thing before I move into my next one. Um, continuing with the fact that. Eartha Kit calls him a the world kid, and then he's basically a child. Mm-hmm. This is a fifty, a f- mid forties year old guy, right? He runs to the sheriff, and the sheriff tells him he thinks that he had a nightmare, the same as that you would your little kid. Yeah, that yeah. was coming into your. He bedroom. didn't even seem like he was in bed. He came to the door fully dressed, <laughs> like no, you were sleeping, <laughs> yeah. and you're stupid. So, so if you take the main, if you take Jeff Fahey from Lawnmower Man, who is mentally handicapped all of his friends are children mm-hmm. then you look at Ernest there's definitely parallels all of there. his friends are children I'm just saying there's Did a reason the they R treat word? him like that there there are parallels there um, how good does the troll look really good the troll is fucking fantastic isn't they, this the same dudes 
This is the same guys. Yeah. So that was the parallel. That was the reason for this pairing. Mm-hmm. At the climax of this, you, do. you have the all the trolls running around. Right. A good chunk of those trolls are the killer clowns from outer space repainted. Yeah, I noticed the one that there was one troll that was like that looks exactly like the one of because those it was clowns. him. They yeah. just repainted it. Oh, shit. But That's like smart. there's there's a, there's scenes Repurpose. where the troll is in full daylight. Yeah. And yeah. he looks so good. Like, yeah. if they can pull this off in 1991, why are we seeing half of the garbage, even like Marvel movies right now? I said Marvel. Marvel movies right now that look like shit. Well, if I, they were smart, they'd have the models and they'd CGI on the models so you could have all those facial expressions, but it would still be a model. I don't get it, man. You like know? some uh, of To his, be fair, there was... I mean, in the, the Marvel movies, which I don't agree that they look like shit... Uh, there's usually multiple characters. Like, they need an entire army or something like that. This is 90% of the movie is one troll. Mm-hmm. So they can focus on, like, they could spend most of their it does limit troll their budget on that and then repaint the clowns for the other ones. Okay. Uh, so that helps. But, yes, I'm not trying to undercut it by any yeah, means. I wasn't it was trying really to start good, an Ernest but versus it, Marvel war right here. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I wasn't trying to undercut how good the troll was. It <laughs> was really good. Wins. But because there was only one, that's yeah. why they could I, focus I, I'll on I'll give that. you that. But, but like, you could even see his, like, the troll's eyes, which are obviously the actor's eyes behind it. Mm-hmm. You could mm-hmm. see his eyes. Yeah. I mean, you could see his eyes. His mouth may have not moved perfectly. Yeah. But better than, than the killer clowns did, for sure. Yeah. I um, mean, they only grumbled every now and then, but. Yeah. Um, but every time I see it, like, I feel like the difference between what I see when I go to something now and what I see when I see that actual snot on his mouth and nose Mm -hmm. is fantastic. Yeah. And he's running around, he's running around and everything. Um, Tom. Yes. You'd seen her, you'd seen this before. Yeah. A long, a lot of times when I was younger, I was a big Ernest fan as a kid. And, uh. Held up for you? Oh yeah, uh, I think it was fun. Uh, I definitely liked the you know the part the clowns being reused. Now that I you know, it's fun knowledge. Yeah. To know, but you know it was definitely uh, I laughed at different stuff because the last time I saw it I must have been you know no older than like twelve or something. So you know rewatching it at this point, it, it I got some of the more. Adult jokes like we were talking about. So you were you a got case. the Desmond Tutu reference? <laughs> no, I didn't get. I still don't get it. <laughs> His name is Tutu. That's the joke. That's it. <laughs> yeah, he was he was a guy at the UN. Oh. <laughs> so so you're a case study in saying that this movie, I mean, is fantastic. <laughs> I'm not going to watch it's it again. Here. It's if that's what you're here. saying. I, but I, I feel like you're like a. You're trying to push like Scientology or something on I him. It's like join so the church of Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> so you don't disagree with me, which obviously means you agree with <laughs> I me. I can't. Begin. We'll give you a free reading. I cannot tell you how much I love this movie, guys. Like it's not that great. I mean, there's no degree of love that I do not feel for this film. Are I, you I gonna? Are you gonna marry it? I Why don't you marry it? I might. So, uh, Justin, do you have a, any more points? Because we got one more. Go ahead, and if you got any more points, let's talk about them. But we got one thing we got to go over before we take off and start talking about next week. Uh, I mean, nothing major. See, this is what I always hate. Like, oh, you got anything more to bring up? And it's like, oh, Eartha Kitt's eyebrows are pretty crazy, huh? <laughs> or uh, Eartha Kitt does do an awesome job. I love her. Uh, I, the, this the is thing a hack more? 
the thing that yeah, shot uh, dog food reminded me of the uh, tennis ball launcher from American Gladiators. Good stuff. Pull down with Good the stuff. eyepiece and everything. I can totally oh, yes. see that. You're exactly right. That was exactly oh, the my. time with yeah. American Gladiators. Yeah, too. that was probably a reference that yeah. we just didn't get. Yeah, that was insight. Uh, at one point, she called him the seventh son of the seventh son. Mm-hmm. And that reminded me of that shitty movie, The Seventh Son, with, I, I think, Jeff Bridges. <laughs> I don't know that movie. I've seen I it recognize before. the name, and I know who Jeff Bridges is. He was in The Big Lebowski. Which you Are you sure? We're bringing it back. <laughs> no, dude, like, you dude? have to watch this movie. Dude, Reno? You have to watch this movie. Like, it's like it's a, about son? a rug, oh. and then, like, this we chick flies over naked, son? and it's great. We're talking about The Seventh Son? No. You haven't seen The Big Lebowski? Yeah, years ago. I never okay. was really impressed. There's an IU class on the whole movie, like a whole semester. It's that important. Mm. You can major in, it's a good movie. in music and things, too. Things that It's not really a major. Cool. It's a class. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> At one point... It, I was trying to insult you as a music guy, and he didn't catch <laughs> it. <laughs> At one point, he says, I've seen Hulkamania... I've been insulted th- for that much. <laughs> I've seen Hulkamania three times and once in slow motion. Was Hulkamania a movie? I, I don't think so. <laughs> he just said, like, I saw Hulk Hogan wrestle three times, once in slow motion, <laughs> no, I which just meant he got old. I think he's referencing it as if it was a film. And I'm willing to bet there's VHSs out there that was, like, uh, called Hulkamania that was a compilation or whatever of his matches. Sure. Um, when I was a kid, I had a, a tape called Super Tape. Super Tape? Super Tape. <laughs> and Four it had inches. this Rowdy Roddy Piper versus Rick Rude cage match. And uh, at one point, Roddy Roddy Piper grabs Ric Flair's tights and pulls down, and you can see his ass. Great. And all the girls in the in the arena go crazy. And Justin. Who, so whose butt? It wasn't his dick. Whose butt was uh, exposed? Rick Rude. Oh, yeah, he was a hot guy. He was, yeah, he was a okay, hot guy. Was his, his gimmick was he brought people. I Ric Flair. I was like, I don't think Ric Flair was ever You a said Ric Flair. Fuck. I met Rick Rude. Yeah. That's he, copyright infringement. You're fucked. He said Rick Flair also was the wheel and deal and kept stealing. He said Rick Jeff Flair Flying. for sure, right? We're he said Rick Flair. Page. Okay. Because well, I was like, I don't feel you told like. Me, you talked about Rick Flair earlier, so. <laughs> the, the, Just right. blame it on everyone it's Rick else, Rude. So His whole thing was he brought a woman in, kissed her, and she fainted. Okay. Gross. That was his gimmick. So, like, <laughs> the ladies love Cool J. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> cool James <laughs> You know that all, mo- all that momentum I felt like we had It's gone <laughs> Just lost. I pulled it. a Tom <laughs> Hey I pulled a Kurosic Yeah That's what we're going to call it now I just pulled a Kurosic I don't want to get Munson out in the middle of nowhere It's <laughs> oh, a Kingpin reference there Nope No? Yeah Oh I was going to say I felt like I just got that I missed it You did The uh, um, I'm done So Justin's done. In in addition to uh, being Tom Karosic and making your own music, you yeah. are also the uh, lead singer of Karosic we talked about. Yeah. Uh, you also have a new undertaking, from I do. what I understand. Uh, you're the lead singer of the band Cohen over Cohen. Cohen over Cohen. Cohen over Cohen. Cohen over Cohen. Smooth. I guess so. Pretty incredible. Um, So what I'm going to ask everybody to do is press pause here momentarily. I'm going to, or you don't have to. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go. asking them to pause our podcast? No, I said never mind, but I guess they don't know that because I told them to pause it. Yeah. The podcast will pause. We can't tell them to unpause now. So it'll just. Unpause. You're going to travel into the future. future, Unpause. (laughs) So, so. What I'm going to do is I'm going to drop in some audio here momentarily. And what Justin is going to be doing is actually watching a video. 
Okay. So as you're listening to the audio, Justin is going to be watching video. You please, please go to YouTube, uh, either after this, pause this, whatever. And what you're going to want to Google is smells like booger lips. Okay. Oh yeah. I need you guys to do this for us. Please share it on your Facebooks, on your Twittersness, uh, on your MySpaces, on your Friendsters. MySpaces is actually a thing. Okay. It still is. Justin Timberlake owns it. So it's for like oh. bands. You should be on MySpace. It's like four bands. I think this is pretty cool. It's like the cool. one thing MySpace is still for. Um, you'll see what it is when you dive in. You'll blow up on MySpace. I Sweet. cannot begin Coming. to tell you how much better I think that this turned out than when I started thinking about it. And I got to hand it to you, You're Tom. Welcome. You knocked it out of the park pretty fucking good, man. Eh. Um, Did my thing. So get ready. Um, I'm going to drop it in here. And uh, we're going to pause it, and then Justin's going to watch it, and we will regroup here in a moment. You know you don't um, need to tell them that you're going to drop it in, because they'll just like listen with their ears. Well, now they get to laugh about it, so <laughs> stop being so like a naysayer. Well, or i got to tell them what they're going to hear, so I'm going to explain it again, and then I'm going to probably rehash it, and then we'll redo it again. So I don't think they noticed before that we did the little drop there? No, they're idiots. No, they had no clue. That worked out perfect. Yeah. So we didn't talk about anything so it's cohen over cohen is the band name yeah c-o-h-e-n over c-o-e-n cohen over cohen but explain the joke so you can't well they have to go to the website so that they can download the song it's in the it's in the notes i yeah but i want to tell them here because they're not pausing and most people listen to these like in the car or whatever okay you're gonna tell them to go to youtube and then google it (laughs) yeah that didn't make any sense i sounded like my mom talking right there that's pretty bad. Or will this be in the future? Is that what they're going to listen to in just a second? I don't. I don't know. I think in a second they're going to hear me say to go to YouTube and Google it. Um, so yeah, uh, go to it's a pre-call Cohen back. over Cohen dot com. Uh, you can go to the band camp page. Do the Facebook thing. Do the Twitter thing. We're really bad about plugging that for the show itself. It's always in the show notes. I know, but not everybody reads those. It's a podcast. It's not a reading thing. If if we talk about a link, it'll be in the show notes. How? That's how podcasts work. At this point, we're getting close to the end of this episode. Tom is drunk. Yeah. Like, not obnoxiously necessarily, but he leaves like two or three times during the course of this thing to go to the bathroom and to get more beer. Mm-hmm. All right. You ready to go back? Let's go back. We got to go back. Anyway, this is the song.
Amish. Oh, yeah. It's my first time ever being there. What? Great. <laughs> I know yeah. nothing about downtown. I'm scared <sighs> of getting shot. You, there's 06. If you're not in the 06, you're probably not going to get shot. So if you're getting shot out of the 06, it was because you owed somebody money or you know you screwed somebody over. Does this mean we're recording now? Yeah, we just that watched what? the video, and true to form, Justin was just a wet blanket immediately, and just I started, thought it was fucking awesome. No, you didn't. You started talking about how we were corny love get isn't sued. making money off anything. We were gonna get sued, not sued. You're just gonna get it's gonna get taken down. All of that, but more intriguing. Before Ooh. we start talking about this, apparently you're working on a five minute open mic set, so let's hear like thirty seconds. I'm no on the spot. He's scared. I, I'm, I'm I'm asking for I'm a tenth. F- I'm asking for a tenth of what you got. Let's give him reverb. I didn't say it like I said I was working on a tie five. Okay. Doesn't mean I have one. I didn't say five. It's a thirty. Yeah, type thirty. That's six times one than five. Times point thirty. Okay. Give me <laughs> ten. Times colon thirty. Give me one. Just say penis that's, and have it be no, over. No, it's the worst thing you could do. Okay. <sighs> you put him on the spot. All right. So, so other than the fact oh, that that we're <laughs> we're dumb for wasting our time, and that we're going to get sued. I said we're none of this. Sued. I said none of this. And I said we wasted your video, five minutes for watching you do the that. The video has images that are probably going to get hit YouTube's algorithms. And if 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 our listeners couldn't watch the video because it's not down because it's not up. The, we'll email the audio, it to no, you. No, no. <laughs> the audio at least will at least yes. be there. We'll, You'll if, at least have the this, audio there. But it's a, it was a rad-ass uh, music video. You I have a it. The Stuff stuff? Yeah, I have a Stuff that stuff. You've seen The Stuff? Of course. Are you kidding me? That is oh. The The Stuff stuff. I need to see this movie. So, hold on. You just got excited about a prop that you didn't know what it was? No, I know what it is because I... Go- I googled it, the stuff one time, ironically, and there was that movie, and then I s- saw the thing oozing. It's like a killer ice cream or something. Yeah, did basically. That's amazing. Did, did Sorry. Did you have an STD, and you just <laughs> were googling <laughs> symptoms and came upon this movie? Oh no, I had an STD, but that's totally separate from this. Okay. <laughs> I'm oozing. It's gone stuff. now. <laughs> Help me, Google. No. Okay. The stuff is, uh, you just take two pills, it's gone. All right, so I'm interested more to hear Justin tell us about how big of failures we are right now. Yo, you get, there's a huge waste of time. <laughs> no, you guys, I fucking Fuck like you it. too, man. I like it. <sighs> I don't, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm always on the outside of this. You guys never let me in on your, like, I don't know. We were trying to, to impress you. <laughs> I don't get to play in your reindeer games. You will later, but you got to act impressed once. <laughs> So Yay. once you're impressed, then you can be in on it. So, oh, okay. Because it as soon as we pitch the idea, then you're like, no, dude, <laughs> you're sue you. I'll work on my acting. So, <laughs> so I wrote this. Tom, Tom immediately is on board with this. Uh, he comes up with that. I had to figure out how to use said program and everything. I went, you know how I, earlier I could recite all the Ernest movies? Mm-hmm. It's because I had to go through all of those to find that shit. <laughs> That's like, great. Do you know how hard it is to go through an entire Ernest movie Dude. to find less than two seconds? So you just have a sign that says, go Ernest, go at one point. <laughs> like you found the cheerleader bit. You used it <laughs> yeah. a couple times. It was great. No, 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 no. That's slam dunk Not Ernest. the same 
That is not the same clip. I did not use it a couple of times. Nothing in that entire thing is repeated. Those are two different clips of him cheerleading. Thank you. Yes. Okay. No, I've done the, th- the thing where you go through a ridiculous amount of video for the two seconds or whatever. Yeah. Because I did a video for our band called Five Body Blade where it's about, you know, military, industrial, whatever. And it's got a lot of uh, stock footage of war. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm sitting find, there going I, through hours of people that. dying. I can't watch that, man. Just trying to find, you know, because I wanted to make an impression. That's like an anti-war song. And yeah, I just wanted you to made it. And I'm not going to watch your video again, homeboy. Keep bringing politics into this podcast, man. <laughs> I just... I didn't mean to do that. I was just talking about how gruesome it was to sit and watch get crazy wars crap. To I've get, seen Apocalypse Now. So you... <laughs> You punch a mirror. You're a veteran. The, your, your hand bleeds. Punch a mirror? <laughs> and the fan sounds like a helicopter. This is the end. That's it. You can't Wait, sing anymore. Legally. So, even, this is the end. Even before, so f- even before I made that video, I was curious. So... The internet couldn't find an answer to me, and I always wondered who does this stupid shit online, and it turns out I'm one of these people. Mm-hmm. So the scene where he goes to the Tulip Brothers store, mm-hmm. and he buys stuff, okay? Yeah. They quote him and say it's one thousand seven hundred forty nine ninety eight before tax. Yeah, I saw that there was like a freeze frame of the receipt on there. Yeah, I had to create he that because that doesn't exist. <laughs> so I, I thought to, you like found the no, like proper. I had to do that. <laughs> I had to do that. So here's the thing, though. Um, I think that Define he's, had to. He says. So, well, was I was trying to, to impress my friend impress. and co-host Justin, and that fucking failed. Flat. Yeah, this guy's. He's hard to wall. please, isn't he? I'm tough. Hey, Jeez. You know? Um, hey, I made a pot roast, by the way. What? Nice. Oh, I thought that'd get you. I um, have, I have wow. the world's easiest pot roast recipe. <laughs> See, even he could pot roast better than me. Um, you I've roast ne- some pot? I've never made a pot roast. So Throw some pot in the oven. So, all right. So he says, what I hear, the very first thing he says is 14 cans of troll away spray. Okay. Now. When you watch the, when you put the subtitles on for the film, it says four tin cans of audio, of troll away spray. I feel like I heard tin cans. I don't think that can be right though, because he has way more than four cans of troll away spray sitting there. The, and are the aerosol no cans tin? Aren't those aluminum? Like the little box of the no troll spray? No, no, no. That those were the boxes are strips. That's, yeah, those are the troll strips. The okay. spray, he has way more than four. So I still think that they subtitled it wrong, and it's 14 cans of troll away spray. I've seen all kinds of subtitles, and I'm barely sure are wrong. Okay. So, so uh, two Bolivian army slingshots, one day glow orange waiter, one troll ninja ninchucks, one slime proof troll gloves, 50 pounds of chopped troll bait, uh, which I'm not 100%, but I'm pretty sure uh, Tom Tulip was ripping him off on that, if you didn't notice. Yeah, he he definitely the weight of that was yeah was definitely not kosher. Uh, Fourteen no troll strips and one trolling motor. Now, <laughs> which was one of my favorite jokes in that that's movie. That's good. If you if it's fourteen cans, that's only eight hundred and forty seven dollars and eighty five cents before tax. If it's four tin cans, it's six hundred and forty eight dollars and thirty five cents. You're doing the math. Not only that, but def- first of all, like. He come he comes in halfway. You don't know that he didn't come in halfway. That scene cuts and 
And he's immediately talking about that stuff. He could have named off a whole bunch of stuff before that. I'm that going by what the film is showing me. And at this right. point, but I have to go to that bat for The Ernest. film has shown you everything. Yeah, the film films will purposely try to make you assume that things happen before this. You cut on action. Scene starts yes. on action. The scene never starts before it exactly. needs to. Okay. So anyway, based on what we see, they're overcharging Ernest by about a 900 bucks at minimum. So the question is, is is it film editing or is Ernest that scared stupid? I think Ernest is going to pay whatever they tell him to. That's why if you look at my receipt, it's got extra taxes on there to take it up to that $1,700.49. Plus the tax. Seven, the 1700 was before tax. Yeah. Um, so your receipt's wrong. My receipt is your, probably Your wrong. whole movie's garbage. Lord. <laughs> your whole video. It's terrible. Uh, anyway. This it's the worst thing I've guy. ever seen. So hard you to You poop impress. on every party, Justin. I mean, I'm a party pooper. Uh, I wish we had Franklin here right now. A wet blanket. <laughs> you need to go in the dryer, man. <laughs> so, all right. I think <laughs> I think it's clear. You know, I don't get it either. What I'm gonna say, I think, was better from this double feature. What do you guys think? What's the better movie from this double feature? Ernest. I'm I'm ah. Uh. I'm I'm literally torn, and this isn't just. Oh, I'm so offended. This isn't right now. just to. I am offend more you. offended about the Ernest thing than I am about you shitting on Tom and I's project here. Here's the problem with <laughs> Ernest, here's the problem with Ernest Scared Stupid. I feel like it might have been too good of a movie, and that sounds stupid, but I really really enjoy <laughs> dumb things, like Lawnmower, Lawnmower Man, Lawnmower Man, Lawnmower Man Two. Obviously, Lawn Mower Man was better, and it won my vote. Mm-hmm. But I really, really liked Lawn Mower Man, too. I don't think Ernest Scared Stupid is any Lawn Mower Man. I, I, I'm I'm going to be the sending vote. I'm going to say Killer Clowns. I I feel like I, I had a better time watching that movie and shitting on it m- more than the Ernest Scared Stupid, which was legitimately funny. That's uh, why I liked Ernest, because it was legitimately funny rather yeah. than being unpurposely funny. Is that the definition of a wet blanket? Like, he's like, I don't enjoy things that are good. I just like bringing other things down. I enjoy things that are good. You're like an emotional android. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, like, what? You're like an emotional parasite. <laughs> <laughs> Screw this wedding. I got a funeral to go to. <laughs> the thing about androids I'm is they l- don't have emotions. What have you seen Star Trek? Data gets an emotion chip. Yeah, okay. it's a chip. Whatever. Regardless, all I'm saying <laughs> is is that you like methodically think like analyze things and then get emotional I'm about it. I'm a computer it. programmer. And yeah, and then you get emotional about it. I'm a computer like, programmer with a with emotion chip. <laughs> exactly. What, what is happening Thank right you now? for admitting it. Case closed. Show's over. If anybody can figure out what's happening, I don't know. You should be happy. This is the first time we've actually dissented, and that's what you wanted. No, maybe I, this wasn't. I the movie will you fight you to on. the death. <laughs> I thought this is what I wanted, but now I'm so upset. <laughs> All right, get the knives. Next week, next week, film number one, Justin. All right, film number one. He has handed it to me. Uh, there is a lady. And with uh, a gloved hand over, is she getting is she getting abducted by OJ? Uh, and then there's a house. You're not allowed to say the title. The last house on the left, what? unrated edition. So he's always weirdly dramatic about it. I never understood it. This is the one thing I have in I'm this podcast. I'm talking to Tom. Don't listen to him. 
<laughs> talking to Tom. You're talking over my bit. I have one bit. <laughs> what if you're thing. coming from the other direction? Is it the first house on the right? Anyway, next movie. This is the last house on the left also. I'm going to assume that this one's a remake. Correct. Is this a remake one? Yes, this is a remake. Let's see. What was what year was the first one? 1972. Whoa. Nixon. I don't know. 2008. Okay. So the other thing that we're going to be starting here when we do this, Justin, is uh, you've heard of Wes Craven, I assume. Yes. Does that mean anything to you? Didn't. Other than horror guy? I've seen the first Scream movie. Okay. Yes, Scream. So this, what we're going to be doing. What was that? My (laughs) inward scream. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) <laughs> so what we're going to be doing is we'll go through his uh, his wide releases okay. chronologically. We're going to so go in the West Craven oeuvre. Mm-hmm. So this is starting oeuvre? this is starting out uh, with his very first wide release film. So okay. uh, long term, you'll be going through the West Craven filmography. All right. uh, we're going to skip like his uh, his uh, TV movies and uh, his softcore porns. Um, but, uh, yeah. Awesome. All right. Thanks for coming in, Tom. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Kurosic.